how would you describe your relationship with your birthday? I love my birthday. I'm obsessed with my birthday. Honestly, I love being a birthday bitch. My relationship with my birthday. Um... There are a few ideas in mainstream society that seem to be held as generally universal truths. Everyone should aspire to find love. We should all eat three meals a day, and birthdays should be a big deal. It's hard to imagine something as viscerally sad as someone spending their birthday alone, or even worse, someone's birthday being forgotten about altogether. It bears the same amount of lame tragedy as a beloved stuffed animal left out in the rain. But just as society has begot these once yearly expectations of balloons, cake, fanfare, and of course, attention, it has also begotten something much scarier, though very much intertwined, the birthday bitch. We all know at least one, someone who has notoriously high expectations for their special day, expectations that often wreak havoc on their friends and family, not to mention the birthday bitch's own emotional wellness. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. So my worst birthday was my freshman year of college. I went to Germany. It was the summer, the summer that I went to Germany. But it was definitely like 16 Candles, Molly Ringwalls, just kind of like being really passive aggressive. And I was also just like madly in love with this guy who's like the worst person ever. He was such a scrub. He was so ugly and treated me so poorly. We also went to like this castle, went to this castle called Neuschwanstein in Germany. And it's like up this gigantic hill. Everyone's going to pay attention to me. It's going to be my favorite thing. I'm just going to live it up. So we walked in the pouring rain to Buffalo Wild Wings. I hate Buffalo Wild Wings. And yeah, I don't know. It was just kind of annoying that my birthday was eclipsed by other people's major life events. <laughs> um, God, I'm psychotic. Ugh, it was horrible. Welcome to Wholehearted, where we feel things all the way. Here we share stories of full-bodied commitment to the people, places, things, and ideas we believe in, for better or for worse. I'm your host, Hannah Ray Leach. personal relationship with the birthday bitch started many years ago. I can pretty confidently say that I'm not a birthday bitch, but I have always been friends with them. And that's because they're fun people. They know how to bring the party and how to get the most out of life. And as you can imagine, when it comes to their birthdays, those traits hold true and may be truer than ever. This episode is full of people from my actual life who volunteered their thoughts and experiences regarding being a birthday bitch. My first traumatic birthday party experience involved throwing up on a trampoline after going to a friend's very exclusive birthday lunch at Friendly's in approximately third grade. But my most memorable one involves the first birthday bitch we're going to hear from, Allie. Allie was my best friend in high school. We had a band together and had Mary-Kate and Ashley style streaks at one point. She had red in her black hair and I had pink in my blonde hair. She is also perhaps the origin of my interest in birthday bitches and their meltdowns. When I put out a call, she was quick to respond, and she told exactly the story I hoped she would. 
Every year, the weekend of my birthday, and sometimes it actually landed on my birthday, was the Cleveland Paddle Tennis Tournament. So paddle tennis is this weird sport that my parents are like obsessed with. It's like outdoor fall, winter tennis that involves a lot of like drinking. It's very social. It's a fun sport. So every year around my birthday, the tournament in Cleveland would land. And so my parents would host all of their out-of-town friends, all these random middle-aged men in my house. And they would crash like in our basement or in my brother's room because he was in college. So like they would stay up late drinking. One year they even brought a baby, which was insane. Anywho, I hated it and I totally resented it every single year. It was so annoying and it was my birthday. So like, imagine being 15 and dealing with this anyway. I was so annoyed. I had had enough of this birthday erasure of my parents inviting all these strange people to my house on my birthday. So I became convinced my parents had totally forgotten my birthday. Like none of my friends mentioned anything about it. My parents didn't mention anything about it. So I was like distraught about my birthday. And it all came to a head when I was walking home from school with you, with Hannah. And I just like absolutely lost my mind. Like performing what might be in my top three meltdowns of all time. Like I was literally losing my shit screaming at her that she forgot my birthday, that my parents forgot my birthday, that everyone in the world forgot my birthday. And you managed to keep a straight face and totally calm me down without like spoiling anything. Because the next day my parents were like, oh, let's go get lunch at Jim's. And I was like, okay, I think they're about to close. But like, yeah, okay. And lo and behold, all of my friends were there because it was a fucking surprise birthday party, obviously. If you think everyone has forgotten your birthday, it's obviously going to be a surprise birthday party. You should, or you should just like get different friends. But we had an amazing lunch at Jim's. I'm pretty sure there was a Dairy Queen ice cream cake involved. So fun. And I felt like such an asshole for losing my shit on Hannah, you, and absolutely hating my parents and thinking that they were just like the worst parents alive when in reality they had planned this like totally awesome totally me birthday party iconic but Allie has really come to understand her 15 year old self and why she acted the way that she did I used to have a lot of anxiety around my birthday um as a result of a constant fear of people forgetting my birthday I think that that was also part of like my weird relationship with my parents when I was in high school because we kind of treated each other like friends and roommates rather than like parents and child like I had way too much freedom And I kind of like almost resented that. And I think that a lot of my like birthday anxiety comes from that like fear of not getting enough attention. And she's emerged with a very clear grasp on how to prevent future birthday meltdowns. I've learned to just kind of plan my own parties and make the day what I exactly what I want it to be by my own volition instead of expecting other people to guess what I want um, and then be disappointed, which is really a lesson to learn about everything in your life is that like If you want something, you need to make it happen. You can't just expect other people to guess that that's what you want. Allie has also grown up and learned to reckon with her earliest associations with her birthday, a skill that really seems to make or break a birthday bitch. The norms and expectations surrounding a birthday are often instituted during childhood. And as we'll see, childhood plays a big role in the psyche of the birthday bitch. For Amanda, a former fellow staff member of my high school newspaper, her birthday bitchiness is rooted in happy memories. I've always loved it. My parents made it really special. Uh, My mom would throw big parties in the yard with inflatable pools and fun um, beachy cups. I normally don't really love the limelight. I'm kind of shy, kind of an introvert. 
But when it's birthday time and when it's people that I'm familiar with, I just want to soak it all in. About a month ahead of time, I'll start telling people, heads up, my birthday's coming, get ready. Things are going to happen. You're going to spend all your time with me for a solid like day before and after. I want to pick what we watch on TV. I want to pick what we eat. Like, I make people follow me around the zoo. Like, everybody's going to pamper me, pay attention to me, tell me happy birthday. I'm going to love it. Even though she's evidently a pretty classic birthday bitch, that doesn't mean that she's blind to the needs of her guests. If I throw a party or I'm making people come somewhere, like, I get stressed out that, like, they might not have fun because, like, the priority is, like, me being the birthday queen. But I still really want them to enjoy things. And, it, it you know, I just don't want to be, like a total pain in the ass, so to the point where they just don't want to hang out with me anymore. So you're probably wondering, hmm, where's the drama? Where's the dread? Where are the hissy fits? I wouldn't consider her the harbinger of any of those things, but for Maria, a friend with whom I share NYU Tisch undergraduate trauma bonds, things are less sunny. I love my birthday. I love the attention, I think, is is big for me. But also lately, my birthday has been making me weirdly existential because it makes me think about all of the things that I have yet to accomplish that I thought I would have accomplished by now. Truthfully, I feel like that's when the peak only child comes out. It's just a, the perfect example of me needing a bunch of attention or else I will perish. And it's kind of insane. It's to a point where, like, if people won't acknowledge my birthday, people won't go out of their way to wish me happy birthday, I will remember that. And when it is their birthdays, I will not acknowledge their birthday, even if I remember. I think that more of us might be guilty of doing that very thing than we'd be willing to admit. But all that being said, Maria feels that she's making progress within her status as a birthday bitch. I think I'm, like, evolving and progressing as a birthday bitch to include more sincerity, to include taking care of myself, to include telling people how I feel. Yeah, less so about the attention being all on me and and more about a celebration of life, I guess. I don't know, not that's dumb. More about enjoying existing, um, even if it's just for a day, even if it's just for a little bit. What's really in a birthday bitch? Is it just high expectations? Or is it simply an indelible emotional attachment to the day and all that comes with it? I like forget that it's supposed to be fun. I just don't like feeling old and I don't like getting old. And I, I just sometimes I just wish I was 12 again. We'll explore after the break. Thank you all so much for the super loving and super enthusiastic response to Wholehearted's first and most recent episode, Nick and Tana. I received a lot of really, really, really sweet messages from lots of different people, and it was really encouraging for me as I'm getting used to creating this show and sort of the format in general. And I don't know, I'm a Leo. Compliments are great. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> is that too real? Maybe. Whatever. LOL, I'm a Leo. As if you can't tell from the fact that I made this thing in the first place. Okay. I definitely want to hear more than just compliments from you all, though. If you have any ideas or stories that you think would be good for an episode, please send me an email or a voice memo. My email is hannah at wholeheartedpodcast.com. 
If you know someone who might be a good fit for our profile, would love to talk with them. Speaking of which, our next episode will feature Michael Weber, guitar god and cult icon of my soul. The idea we're playing guitar was like the sexiest thing in the world. Girls are just like swooning all over. If I kind of only knew how to play Wonderwall, <laughs> if I just knew how to play Wonderwall, it might probably be more successful. You really think that? Yeah. So keep your eye out for that episode dropping in a few weeks. I know I'm excited. Michael is one of my favorite people ever, point blank. I buy fringed clothing items because he wears clothing items with fringe. Anyway, back to birthday bitches. Before the break, we were wondering, what exactly qualifies a birthday bitch as a birthday bitch? Is it just high expectations and demands of a four-day-long celebratory affair? Or is it just loaded emotional attachment to the day in general? Rebecca, my former acapella friend, yes, we were in an all-female acapella group, this should surprise no one, does not identify as a birthday bitch. But there are a solid handful of reasons that birthdays just aren't her favorite thing. So first of all, I repeated the sixth grade. (laughs) So I'm always turning a year older than everyone else is. So when everyone was turning 23, I was turning 24. When everyone's turning 24, I was turning 25. And even though my friends turn my same age a few months later, I just don't like feeling old and I don't like getting old. And I, I just sometimes I just wish I was 12 again. I don't like all of the planning. There's so much planning and the buildup and all the expectations you have for it to be some amazing party or amazing dinner or a whole freaking day, whatever it is. The planning and the buildup always ends up taking so much out of you and adds so much stress. And then you have to go invite people and people are busy and they don't want to come and you can feel that they don't want to come and you, you have to remind people about it and you're constantly chapping people about it. And this is not to say that I don't love my mom and dad so much because I do. But when your parents are divorced and you have to have two totally separate birthday plans, some on the same day, maybe one the day of your birthday, the day after your birthday, maybe one the day before your birthday, and then the day of your birthday, it really also is another thing that can suck the fun out of just having a birthday. Rebecca also expressed frustration with another hallmark of most adult birthday celebrations. A lot of people our age um, have birthday parties that are centered around drinking. And I love drinking just like the next guy, but I don't like birthday events that are just centered all around drinking. I like there to be an activity. For example, two of my best friends just had a roller skating birthday party and it was like the most fun 25-year-old birthday party I've been to because there was an activity. And people don't really have activities they plan their birthday parties around anymore, which is something I miss. I've been good friends with Rebecca for years and... Maybe troublingly, I have no memories of doing anything on her birthday. But at the same time, this is also the first I've ever heard of her having issues about birthdays. I didn't even know this was a thing for her. And I feel that disqualifies her from being a true birthday bitch because she truly just wants the day to pass without any real acknowledgement or major fanfare. That being said, I still believe that having negative associations with your birthday and being a birthday bitch are not mutually exclusive. That's why I asked Gabe, my boyfriend's longtime best friend, to talk to me about his birthday. I picked up on some context clues that led me to believe that he had a complicated relationship with his birthday and I wanted to find out more. It turns out that for Gabe, birthdays have never been fun. Kind of as long as I can remember, I think, I have struggled with my birthdays because I think that the reality is it's not about it being my birthday. It's about my own feelings and my own difficulties. 
I like forget that it's supposed to be fun. You know, I forget that it's supposed to be like <laughs> a really happy time. And I, I kind of get lost in all the, the drama. Getting lost in the drama is a key element of being a birthday bitch. Getting lost in the sweeping desire to have an amazing day, to be showered in love and attention, blatantly expecting both of those things, and perhaps most importantly, expecting to feel loved and seen and appreciated, all the while feeling wildly self-conscious deep down for being unable to let go of those expectations, even if you tried. Recognizing the amount of nuanced and high-octane emotional factors that often play into birthday anxieties, I realized that there's been a trend in my analysis of birthday bitches. Yeah, I do think it's interesting because everyone who I know who's, like, I don't know a single straight boy who's intense about their birthday. I don't know. Like, yeah, you're not supposed to get excited for yourself in that way. I think it does relate to masculinity of not, you know, of like, it's it's funny because masculinity is so much about it's like drawing attention to yourself, but not drawing attention to yourself at the same time. You know, it's like being cool, as f- but like not not wanting anybody to notice you. So I think like there's this there's this thing surrounding being the center of attention where it's like, oh, I don't want to draw too much attention to myself. I'm, you know, it's like sort of too cool for that. I don't I don't want to have expectations because I'm just like a dude and I don't have expectations because I don't have feelings. And with this next thought, we just continued bringing sociological questions to the table. It's kind of like kind of American. It's very like individualistic to be like, this is your day. You know, this is your spe- This is when you were brought into the world. This point felt kind of legit to me, so I did a bit of research, and it turns out that birthdays have been a big deal dating all the way back to ancient Persia and ancient Rome, where massive feasts of livestock were consumed, hedonistic parties were thrown, and generous presents were given. Some conservative religions consider celebrating birthdays to be a sin, but especially once you factor in age-based rites of passage like quinceañeras and bar or bat mitzvahs, it's apparent that it's not just an American thing. But all of these anthropological takes aside, Gabe knows what the problem is and what he has to do to get the change he wants in his own birthday experience. I think people want to avoid being a birthday bitch and in doing so they become a birthday bitch. You know what I mean? Because they're like, well, I don't want to bother anybody. You know, like part of them is like, I don't want to bother anybody. I don't want to Mm -hmm. form these expectations. But then they still have the expectations and they get upset. This has been my problem is that I'm like... Okay, like that's fine, I guess, because like you made that decision, even though it's my birthday, and I'm just gonna get like real upset about it and like, quiet. You know what I mean? It's just like that's not good for anyone. So it's also just about being like, it's gonna be my birthday. This is what I want to do. I mean, I knew my quasi-professional opinion on Gabe's status by the end of our conversation, but there's no better way to identify a birthday bitch than by just asking straight up. Short answer: Are you a birthday bitch or no? I'm going to go with yes. I, I, I think, yeah. I mean, I, I just can't. I can't really say. I can't sit here with a straight face and say no. You know what I mean? Like, I, and, and it's like, I think part is, I think the truth is that part of me is truly apathetic about my birthdays. But then, yeah, part of me is like such a birthday bitch. You know, and that's why I've had all these problems. I, if I really didn't care, I wouldn't have had all these problems on my birthday. That's And that's the reality. But it's, it's it, there's a lot of feelings <laughs> around there. And you know what feelings do. They get you into trouble. Yeah. Ultimately, Gabe may find the most peace in just reducing the day to what it is. Just another day. And part of me, I think it's useful just to be like, fucking like, it's, it's you know, it's not a big deal. Like this, you know, like this is just, I just want this to be another good day and I don't need it to be anything huge.
Birthdays are inherently emotionally loaded. From the expectations of a good time to not so warm childhood memories that leave permanent bruises on the psyche to the mere fact that you're celebrating another trip around the sun and therefore another step towards the end of your time on the planet. Milestone birthdays can leave people feeling like they're not measuring up to where they should be or a dwindling number of people wishing you happy birthday each year can make you feel like your own relevance is dwindling. And that is objectively shitty. However, I don't think the solution is to try and curate a worldview void of expectations and goals and emotional weight on this day. I want to bring Allie, our reigning birthday bitch, and my OG birthday bitch, from the beginning of the episode, back to speak on this topic. My mom always justifies being a birthday bitch with the sentiment that you only get one day a year to celebrate your life. Like all your accomplishments and all of the luck that you've had to get to this year that you're celebrating. And you should be grateful for being alive and celebrate being alive with everyone you love. Downplaying your birthday is basically like she would see it as taking your life for granted. Like you're not truly thankful or celebratory of your life if you don't celebrate your birthday, which like, honestly, God bless. And I totally believe that. I mean, I, I couldn't agree more. It's like you have this life that you're celebrating and you have all these friends that you have to celebrate with. And it's like if you don't celebrate it, then you're squandering it. And getting older is a cool thing, like living through another year, like not everyone gets to do that. So you gotta really just like own it and be happy and proud and feel lucky and grateful and look forward to the next year. I would also like to point out that Jesus Christ himself is the first birthday bitch to make it like the holiday of the year that everyone gets off work. I mean, damn, you go JC. So gratitude perspective, concerted communication skills, wholehearted celebration of your life, your accomplishments, and the people that have helped you to get to where you are. These are the ideal acts of the evolved birthday bitch. Because even with all the power birthdays have to make you feel like a teddy bear left out in the rain, they also hold the power to shine a light on all the things that make your life unique and beautiful and special and As corny as that is, I feel that that's something definitely worth celebrating. So if you find yourself at the side of a spiraling birthday bitch, try and remind them of those things as you polish their tiara, buy them shots, or even follow them around the zoo. Bear in mind that you're lucky to have each other and lucky to even get to celebrate anything at all. And if all else fails, just remind yourself, it's just another day. Are you a birthday bitch with something to say? (laughs) Are you someone who just has a wholehearted belief they want to share? If yes, or even if it's like a lukewarm, eh, please send me an email or voice memo to Hannah with an H at the end at wholeheartedpodcast.com and I will cry tears of joy. And if you want to sign up for the wholehearted newsletter written by yours truly, I know, shocking, Go again to wholeheartedpodcast.com, scroll to the bottom of the site, and enter your email. They're super fun, I promise. Wholehearted is written, produced, and hosted by me, Hannah Ray Leach. Special thanks to Allie Miller, Amanda Gaglione, Maria Corrales, Rebecca Aaron, and Gabe Hirsch for sharing their birthday bitchiness with me. This episode was mixed by Sean Rule Hoffman with theme music and story assistance from Josh Perlman Hall, plus show artwork by Ayana Cheston. And if you're feeling generous, I know this is so cliche, leave me a review on Apple Podcasts, because that's helpful. 
and maybe send send this episode to the birthday bitch in your life and maybe use it as like a conversation starter when it's like nine months away from their birthday. So it's not blowing up a powder keg situation. You know how it is. I hope you'll join me again soon and see you next time.